What is the condition of Sergeant Kruger? Yes, I see. Well, let me know if there's any change in his condition. He's dead. Welcome, everyone, to the Wednesday edition of the Markets and Mortgages podcast. I, of course, am your host, Tyler Crawley, and I was debating on whether or not I was going to do like a funny clip or use like a dramatic clip, and then it would like be funny because of what we were talking about, like get something from Hamlet, like a last poor York, something like that. And I thought I'd go the top secret. He's dead. <laughs> I thought that one would work better with what we are talking about. And we are talking, of course about the breaking news last night. I don't know why it always seems to be at the end of the day this news happens with Zillow. But we saw it on Monday night and now Tuesday night. Zillow has announced they're, they're, they're not done. Zillow is, is still well and functioning. Well, maybe. Um, but they're pulling the plug on their home flipping operation after deciding and finally admitting what an absolute epic disaster it was. I mean, there's no other way to word this. I mean, it was an absolute disaster. And it's been slowly, I mean, once again, we talked about this in the last podcast. What a crazy month it has been. I mean, we started October with this crazy conspiracy theory from this idiot real estate uh, agent in Nevada who had this video go viral where he's talking about Zillow and how they're manipulating local markets. They're buying homes for undervalue and then raising the price and selling them and making all of this money. And everyone knows this and no one's talking about it. And then here we are at the start of November. I mean, barely a month later. And not only is that program not making money, it is costing them a ton of money. How much? I know you're probably wondering, how much money are we talking about? Well, Zillow is going to have to fire 25% of its workforce. Kind of a big deal. And they're planning to take write-downs of as much as $569 million in the coming months. They've already lost a ton of money. And like I said, they're blaming the algorithm. The company says its algorithm caused it to overpay for houses just as the heated U.S. market began to cool slightly, forcing it to list properties at a loss. We mentioned there were, you know, two reports that came out looking at what Zillow paid for homes and what they were now selling them for. And 66% of them were being sold at a loss. And that means in the third quarter, they lost $380 million on this venture. That's bad. That's bad. I don't care how successful a company is. Anyone that's losing $380 million in one quarter and you're actually planning on having to lose. It's not like, oh, don't worry, we're going to make that back. Because that's like the new conspiracy. Like, oh, this was just a test run to see what worked and what nothing worked. Nothing worked. It was an epic disaster. Basically, Zillow just flew too close to the sun. You know, they did this one thing amazing. You know, they became the go-to website when it came to looking for homes. They should have stuck to what they knew. They tried to branch out thinking, oh my gosh, this... 
This hot housing market's never going to end. Who cares if we overpay for homes? Because in six months, they're going to be 20% higher regardless of what we do. Market starts cooling off. They realize they have no idea what they're doing. And now they are shutting this down completely. I mean, it's I mean, it's not only just this whole one month situation, but just all of this fear about what was going to happen with these i buyer programs and how this is going to impact the market. And I'll tell you, I mean, just looking at this data right now didn't do anything. <laughs> Other than some people who sold their homes to some of these programs, they made pretty good money, but these companies are losing money. I mean, there's one thing I've learned being in real estate and you kind of already knew this, is that every market is different. Here in Wilmington, where I broadcast out of, is very different than so many other parts of just North Carolina. Not even talking about outside of the state. And so this idea that you can scale these operations, I mean, Zillow found out, no, you can't. You just, you can't do it. And I'll tell you something. So I've been somewhat critical a little bit of you know this real estate guy in Nevada who came out with this video mostly because I just don't like a lot of these guys on the internet who claim to be like here's what's going on and I tweeted about this yesterday you know there's one really great piece of advice my father gave me and he said listen if anyone ever figures out like what's going on or how to make money or whatever they're not going to tell you (laughs) so people are always like hey sign up for my course and I'm going to teach you how to make a lot of money They don't do that. No one does that. They just do it and they make money and then they just go away. (laughs) They're not like, oh, look, I found out I make all this money. So now I'm going to tell you. And so anyone figures out what's really going on behind the scenes, they're not going to tell you about it. They're going to find a way to make money off of it. So like 99% of this garbage that exists online, these people telling you, hey, I know what's going on. They don't. And this is, this is so, I've never seen something get disproven so quickly. It just never happens. Usually it takes months or years Everyone's already forgotten about it. It's like, oh, by the way, that what we were talking about two years ago, it's no, this happened within a month. And I, I'm not even kidding you. I saw the guy on TikTok who kind of was ahead of the curve on this. Or I don't want to say ahead of the curve. He was way, 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 way behind because he had no idea what was going on. He's still trying to claim like he was right. Like, oh, well, their statement said they would lose money if they were buying homes for two. It's like, dude, you were wrong. You should delete your account. You should just not post anything for a while. I mean, he's got hundreds of thousands of followers now, so he's obviously not going to do that. But, I mean, my gosh, I'd be so embarrassed. (laughs) Like, your one video that goes crazy viral. Within a month, you are... It is 180 degrees different than what you argue. Who would ever listen to this guy about what is happening in housing? I just... Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, it's over. I mean, Zillow's still around, but their um, program... Their home flipping operation, Dunzo, uh, so much so that they're firing 25% of their staff and planning on writing down more than half a billion dollars. Epic failure. Just epic, epic failure. And speaking of, well, I don't want to say failure, but we were talking about a cooling housing market, which is really what kind of Zillow ran into. Maybe if they had bought more homes a year ago, they may have been able to break even instead of taking these huge losses. So we know, if you remember, last week we got some data from the FHFA, their home price index reported that at the end or the end of October, that home prices rose 18.5% in August year over year. And that was actually a decline from the numbers that we saw in July. It was 19.2%. 
And I said, ooh, I wonder if this is going to be the sign. Have we finally reached the top, the pinnacle of this housing, this hot housing market? And now we have some more data. This from CoreLogic, the home price index showed that the first pullback year over year gains in 2021 that was according to their september report nationwide home prices increased 1.1 percent month over month which was a little bit lower than the month prior in which in august they saw 1.3 percent month over month gains but the big one the year over year gain was actually down barely. I mean, this barely counts. <laughs> statistically, you know, if you're looking at this, trying to plot it, it would be statistically insignificant. Uh, it dropped to 18% from 18.1% in August. So <laughs> it barely counts. If you were charting it you, it, you wouldn't even notice. But because we've seen such crazy growth, the fact that it didn't increase maybe saying something. So now this is the second report that we have seen or is showing that things are slowing. And I do want to stress that we're talking about slowing here. We're not talking about prices getting pulled back. They're just not appreciating at the at the pace that they were. But we all know that the big data is we're going to find out is later this month with Case Shiller, which is like the gold standard versus the home price index from CoreLogic or the FHFA report. It's really Case Shiller. And what are we going to see in that Case Shiller report? Now, looking ahead, the forecast, because they always offer a little forecast, it also showed a decline in the month's report with a month-over-month growth prediction of 0.1% for October 2021. And on a year-over-year basis, they're projecting a 1.9% appreciation in September 2022 compared to September 2021. That was slightly down from August 2022 projection of 2.2% growth. Frank Martel, president and CEO of CoreLogic, said the major geographical shift that has occurred during the pandemic is expected to slow as things move forward. He said in a statement, quote, the pandemic led prospective buyers to seek detached homes in communities with lower population density, such as suburbs. As we head into 2022, we expect some moderation in the current pattern of flight away from urban cores as the pandemic wanes. And that is one of the big questions. What's going to happen with work going forward? There was a interesting piece I read the other day in the Washington Post. There was an MIT I think it was professor or scientist or something. He's at MIT. That's all that matters. <laughs> He's, he has the credentials. And he was arguing that work has forever changed. This revolution, this work from home revolution where you work part-time at work or full-time at home or whatever it may be, that's the new standard. This idea that we're all going to go back to work and we're all going to go back to office buildings is just, it's not going to be that way. People have now been doing this for almost two years and they're like, you know what? I kind of like it. And we already know that polling has shown solidly that people will be willing to take pay cuts in order to continue that lifestyle. So I think that's going to play a role in this as well. And we're going to see, do people really want to live in these more rural areas, the suburbs and, and get away? Or when things fully reopen, which hopefully will be happening soon, once we get COVID in the rearview mirror, or at least as much as we can get COVID in the rearview mirror, are we going to see people go, you know what? I want to be back where the action is. I want to be back where, where, where things are happening. 
I'm tired of, of being, being away from people. I want to go back and socialize. We'll see. We will see what happens here. Uh, and before we go, so it, it, yesterday was election day. A lot of big elections happening across the country being interpreted many different ways. But there's one thing that I wanted to highlight about the election. And that was a piece over the New York Times by Jennifer Steenhauer, who writes about many ballot initiatives across the country that are trying to deal with the housing affordability issue. And I mean, they're, they're all over the place. So, for example, in Lincoln County, Oregon, the only item on the ballot this week would require the phasing out of short-term rental homes in unincorporated residential areas and place other restrictions on those properties. We've heard a lot of people blame short-term rentals for why housing prices have skyrocketed and the limited supply that is available. Other places, St. Paul, Minnesota, rent control. Residents will vote on rent control measures, an issue that has become a central to the mayor's race in Boston as well, and higher taxes. Voters in three cities in Colorado will decide this week whether to approve excise or accommodations taxes on short-term rentals that would go towards new housing. I just have to laugh because it's like, man, these freaking NIMBYs will literally do anything to avoid building. It's like, I mean, I was reading this piece of the times and there was, I, I saw another piece kind of on the, on a similar topic and everyone's like, we have a housing shortage. We have a housing shortage. We have a housing shortage. I mean, you're saying it, you're saying what the problem is. And whenever there's a shortage of something, what does that mean? You need more of it. And like, no one connects those. They don't want to, they don't want to, they don't want, they know, they know that the solution is to build more, but they hate building. They hate development. They don't want to see it happen for whatever reason. There's various reasons, you know, people, we want to keep the community. We want to do this. We want to do, I mean, it's, there's, there's tons of excuses, but they just don't want to see building happen. They want to see development happen. And so it's like, okay, we're, we're going to try short-term rental bans. We're going to try rent control. We're going to try higher taxes. It's like, just build more, you idiots. <laughs> it's like, you have a shortage of something. You make more of it. And they're like, no, that's not it. No, we're, we're going we're gonna to try the higher taxes thing. That's, we're going to try rent control. Yeah, no one's ever tried rent control before. I'm sure it'll go so much better this time. They, I mean, they'll just they'll try, they'll literally try anything other than building more. Oh, my gosh. It's, just, it's like staring you right in the face. Like, we have a shortage. How, how do we get more of this? By getting more of it. By building. That's how you get more of housing. Not by taxing. All right, we got to go. You guys enjoy your Wednesday. We'll be back here Thursday morning for another edition of Markets and Mortgages. And as always, do not wait to buy real estate. You buy real estate and wait. Unless you're Zillow.